The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your source for getting the most out of your affiliate marketing strategies. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Affiliate Marketing Today, hosted by ClickBank. Our hosts will discuss trends, opportunities, and risks that affect affiliate marketers and how to best navigate this challenging profession. The top advertisers, publishers, vendors, super affiliates, and networks meet here every week on Affiliate Marketing Today. Here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to Affiliate Marketing Today. This is Molly Lane and with me as always is my co-host Bo Blackwell. And we are so thrilled to have our special guest today, um, ClickBank client, um, for many years successful ClickBank client, um, specifically in, in kind of promoting and translating products in uh, multiple languages with ClickBank. Um, his name is Mike Chikin, and we're, we're thrilled to have him today for a few reasons. First of all, um, just to talk about his success and kind of history and how he got, got you know, where he is today. And also, um, because at ClickBank, we have recently, just as part of our um, efforts to expand globally, have introduced some new languages um, and currencies. So this is our opportunity for, for vendors um, who are interested in, in really kind of expanding globally with their businesses um, to, to just have more options and, and really kind of translate um, and promote products in, in different regions. And um, so with that said, we're, we're thrilled to have Mike and I just wanted to, to say um, thanks, Mike, for coming on our show today. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy to be here. Great. Um, I figured we could just start off by talking a little bit about your background. Tell us, you know, how you got into um, into internet marketing and and how you started working with ClickBank. Sure. Um, well, I think it was beginning two thousand and eight, uh, and I had just finished maybe a, a six month stint in in Barcelona. I had done a lot of corporate work in, in North America, working as a sales manager for a number of conference companies and. Barcelona was like my my transfer overseas to to check out that market, and when I came back, I, I guess the whole world of corporate, uh, you know, sit at your desk and hit the phones and uh, you know make your calls didn't really sit with me so well anymore. So I started evaluating uh, other positions, and nothing really seemed to take my fancy, I guess. And so I, uh, it must have been the Four Hour Work Week uh, by Tim Ferriss that I read that kind of put everything together and maybe realize, okay, I'm not alone that I'm miserable in this corporate type of environment. Uh, it's some, for some people and it wasn't for me. So I started saying, okay, do I want to be a real estate agent? Do I want to be a financial advisor? Do I want to do, you know, I just started interviewing people that I knew and respected in those roles. And slowly as I kept going, I just didn't see their attributes. And within that, with that frame of that job title, working for me. Uh, so it was just through a friend actually who's on, who's on ClickBank, uh, Vince Del Monte, he's in the fitness space. And we went to university together and I've known Vince since maybe 1998. And so we would just get together to catch up as as buddies do and grab a couple beers and I'm hearing that he's starting online and moving his business from personal training into uh, into the online space. And I never really 
been exposed to someone that was doing that. I know I was reading Business 2.0 at that point, which is all about tech startups and blogs, and so I was familiar with the uh, with the I guess the the market and. I'm pretty tech savvy, but I've just never been exposed to affiliate marketing or people actually selling uh, information products or other products online. At, at that point, I was pretty green uh, behind the ears for that. And uh, I started really liking the environment and sorry, the, uh, how do you say, I guess the lifestyle he was starting to carve out for himself as far as the freedom to travel and things like that, I've always been very passionate about. Uh, so I started doing, I guess, the same thing every affiliate out there does. I hit the... Uh, you know, how to make money online, how to do this. And, you know, you start searching all over the place. You maybe buy a couple courses. Uh, and I got to the point where I was sick of reading things like, uh, you know, taking action. You know, a lot of the gurus will, will teach you, but it's something very, very hard to do. It's, and I came to a, a crossroads. And uh, so I started, I said, okay, I'm going to start anything. I don't care what it is. I just want to stop reading and watching videos and just put something on the internet. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I, uh, I started the the Fallos Authority dot uh, com in '98 uh, as a like a fitness review site and put that up and it did okay but it, at that point the people that designed it for me like they put the site together for like 500 bucks and uh, like WordPress is much better now but back then they gave me this back end system that like I had to be a coder to change things afterwards so I gave them 500 dollars mm-hmm. they disappeared and then I had to figure out how to do this on my own. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a nightmare. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this now. Um, you know, you know, fast forward, the Phallus Authority in, in about a month and a half is overgoing its biggest uh, design change ever. So for people out there, the PhallusAuthority.com in about a, a month or two is going to look pretty sweet. But right now, not so sweet. <laughs> um, so my, my next venture, like it, it is a bit of a story. My next venture is I'm like, okay, so who are people who are buying online? Who, who are people that love to buy? And so I'm like, Women, women love to buy everything. <laughs> what, what can they buy? And uh, so I'm like, shoes. Women want to buy shoes. <laughs> so I had this crazy idea that I should start this site called Heart My Shoes, where girls can go and put up, take pictures of their own shoes, and upload them to the site. And they'd have their own like virtual shoe closet that they could share with their friends. Um, you know, if they wanted to exchange shoes, or if they wanted to see what the other person was wearing, and kind of tell other girls on the site like. Where did they buy it? How much was it? The best, their best memory of those shoes, uh, things like that. And so, I spent far too much money to get that site up because I really w- wanted to do it and believed in it. Um, but then after I did, I realized I needed a whole bunch more money to get it to become an affiliate site, which I didn't account for at the beginning. So everyone loved it. The site was great, but to to build it more, I, f- I probably needed another ten or twenty grand, which I did not have. So. Huh. So it just kind of the site kind of stood there, and it just it was a, just a beautiful paperweight, so, so to speak. <laughs> so at, at the end, I realized that I didn't have the the desire and the I guess the passion for for women's shoes. You know, after like I, I, I it's probably I, a good I, thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bunch of my friends gave me a couple weird looks, like, "So you're putting together a women's shoe?" Oh, okay. We didn't know that about you. Okay. <laughs> Whereas I, I kind of got more excited about like that the planning and the site design and sitting down with like a, like a designer and a programmer and like and seeing my vision for the site go onto the site. But then when it came to like networking with all these beauty sites and these girl sites and stuff like that, my passion died right 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 away. Uh, so that kind that kind of went the way of the dodo. But I met a lot of really uh, good people while while producing that and and at that point. I had failed so many times to be on, well, twice, but 
I learned so much and I was still really driven to, to do this. And I had learned so much more in like the year and a half that I had been doing all these things. And then at that time, actually, uh, Vince, him and I were, were speaking and he was saying that he wanted to get into different markets. And, uh, and I, I told him, well, you know, I'd be, I'd be able to do this. Uh, you know, I can, I can go on Elance. I can, I can figure this stuff out. No problem. I've got, a, I've got a large baseless confidence that I can do things that I don't know about yet. <laughs> so that, <laughs> That's a good skill. So, yeah. So that, that kind of worked in my favor. Uh, and you know, you know, thanks to Vince, he was pretty confident that I could do it uh, as well. So that's a uh, you know testimony to him. And so I got started. I went on Elance. I posted a job. I evaluated as many providers that I could find. Uh, I wanted to see if I'm going to get things translated into Spanish. I don't want just one guy working out of his house. Uh, I'd like at least you know a team of two or three people that you know aren't very young that are fluent in fan- Spanish first and that learned English you know a little bit later in life, but they're all v- very proficient. And I wanted to make sure that when I was translating things, since I can't speak Spanish, like my Italian's pretty good and there's a lot of overlap and my Spanish is mediocre at best. So I had to make sure that if I want page A translated into Spanish, I had to make sure that before it goes A to B, it goes through, you know, the best person I think I could find. And then someone else will always take it from, from B to C to make it that much better. Uh, so I ended up finding a fantastic team in Mexico that I'm still working with today. Uh, I love all of these people. Like they're su- they're the hardest workers I've ever met. They're so nice. Uh, they do such a great job. Uh, if there's ever a problem, we work it out between ourselves, and we end up coming out with a better process or a better system uh, moving forward. So it took a while to get uh, Vince's site up and running because he he had a lot of videos and a lot of back end a uh, back end things that we needed specific programmers to to do. Uh, so we ended up using the ones that he had for his English site, thankfully. Uh, but once that was up and running, uh, it just started it started doing pretty well. Some affiliates jumped on, and I started doing some some Facebook ads and other things in Spanish. And of course, things are always going to be difficult when it's in a when it's in a different language that you don't necessarily speak. But uh, it it ended up working to 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 my favor. We want to take a quick break, and when we come back, we uh, we'll get into the the real kind of details or or getting your thoughts on what it's like to work in in those uh, different markets and uh, and the best ways to do that. So stick around, and we'll be right back with our guest Mike Jakeen talking more about uh, translating and, and localizing products into other languages. This WebmasterRadio.fm program is presented by AFCONEvents.com, A-F-F-C-O-N events.com. Dive deep into five days of digital marketing education and information at AFCON's inaugural Digital Marketers Cruise, March 17th to the 21st, 2012. Be a sponsor, exhibitor, or register today at AFCONEvents.com. More affiliate marketing in action when affiliate marketing today continues. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. 
MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try My SEO Tool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. November 16th, 2004. The beginning of WebmasterRadio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world. AdTech. AFCON. Search Engine Strategies. Conversion Conference. Search Bash. Affiliate Bash. We bring you the most extensive and detailed trade show coverage, coast to coast and worldwide. Trade show coverage delivered your way. Download it on demand now. On webmasterradio.fm. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. You're listening to Affiliate Marketing Today, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm Here are your hosts. Okay, and we're back with more affiliate marketing today. Uh, we've got our guest, Mike Chakin, who is talking about um, how he started working with, uh, with information products and getting them into, into other markets. Um, you know, one thing we, we kind of wanted to ask about, it's kind of a general question, but w- what are some of the differences you see or um, maybe, uh, you know, the advantages uh, to going into a, a non-English speaking market. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that comes kind of kind of comes back to why I went to Spanish to to begin with when you know uh, Vinny and I began began speaking. Uh, at that time, and still now, I'm very interested in fitness, and it's kind of like a like a side hobby of mine to you know you know like any you know men's health like anyone I suppose that has their you know degree in men's health that likes to read up on all those. Uh, all, the, all those things. So it was a passion of mine at the time, but I just saw that people that were in the field that were doing it, there were there were two forms of people. People that got in, the marketers that got in early, maybe 2003, 2004, that they could have had the person in training certificate for, for a month and they put up a book and they were doing fantastic with it because they also really worked very hard at it. Uh, and then there were people that were coming out in 2007, 2008 that uh, had a lot of cash, that were good marketers, that were they had a bunch of advantages to them, and I kind of singled out that I I didn't have those advantages at that time, so I didn't want to go into English because the market was so saturated, and realized that, you know, I would I would pretty much get crushed, and I would just be dumping endless amounts of money into it. That was my thought. Uh, so when the Spanish opportunity came up, uh, I thought it was perfect, and I could see a growing market. Uh, I've always been comfortable with uh, dealing with international sort of issues and cultures and things like that so I felt pretty comfortable with that and I could see a really burgeoning market there's a good site out there called I think it's internet world stats uh, if you just google that I'm sure you'll you'll find the site and they go step by step between you know all the Facebook users in different countries uh, year over year how many users are coming online how many users are using the internet how many have broadband how many excuse me are using social networks so it's 
it's pretty extensive as far as internet usage across the world. So I was comparing different countries uh, and different languages and different continents, things like that. And I could see a really great growing market in uh, in Spanish because Spain, for example, you know, has X number of people and they're pretty industrialized. You have Mexico, which has tons of people and their middle class is getting bigger every day. And Latin America, Latin America, though they may not have the economic status that say uh, Western Europe or, or North America does, uh, they're really, really growing and, and quickly. And Facebook has done an amazing job of just bringing people online. So people that necessarily weren't online before or didn't feel the need, this buzz of Facebook, and of course, this is, this is my opinion, has really brought people online in a very simple way just to communicate with friends or family overseas. Like I have an uncle in Italy who's got to be pushing 85 who's sending me photos of his vacation on, on Facebook. And I'd be surprised if he, was, if, he felt, if he would feel as comfortable online if there wasn't something like Facebook to kind of invite you with open arms first. And then I'm sure you'd feel more comfortable afterwards using, using other things. And so you see a lot of people on, I think, I can't remember the numbers, but the last few years, North America, people jumping on Facebook was, sorry, South America was huge. And so we've seen a lot of growth in those, in those markets. And so I've kind of wanted to explore that a little bit further because uh, there's a lot of purchasing power, but the, there's a big difference between people coming online though and people are buying. And that's kind of what I started learning afterwards. Hmm. That's really interesting. And, you know, I mean, it's great to, that you're really looking at the growth in these other markets, um, because obviously growth means opportunity and more opportunity for a lot of people. And I'm just curious, you know, with that said, that for, for other people that might be interested in kind of following in your footsteps and, um, and branching out into, into more international markets, what are some differences that you see from, um, from kind of selling products, I guess, in, in English-speaking markets mm-hmm. um, and then compared with, with um, in other, you know, like in Spanish-speaking markets or other international markets? Well, to be honest, Spanish can be a bit of a nightmare. I'm <laughs> not going to lie to you. Um, let, let's compare the ones that are already on Quebec now. So English, everyone's pretty familiar with, uh, German, French, and, and Spanish. Now, German is pretty localized to Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and maybe a few outlying, you know, people that immigrated around Western Europe. Uh, but the majority of the market is going to be in that area of the world. Fr- uh, French is going to be pr- uh, predominantly in France, of course. There's uh, a large French-speaking population in Canada. Uh, and then, again, a few little countries here and there. Uh, Africa, you have some French, but again, the majority is going to be localized in one part of the world. Spanish, however, uh, is it's all over the place. I mean, you have Spain, Mexico, all of South America, Central America, and well, the Hispanic-speaking population of the United States as well. But on top of that, you also have every different country that has its own pride in its own country and also sometimes has its own dialect. So Spain, Spain has Castellano. Um, I don't know if I said that right. Castellano, sorry, for all those Spanish-speaking people out there. Um, Mexico has... Uh, there's sometimes just a little bit of nuances, like they'll have, since Mexico is so close to the U.S., I've learned they have, they have a lot of U- uh, English words that are kind of mixed into the language at some point. Uh, Argentina, uh, Argentina has another uh, dialect, I suppose you, you could say. So what I wanted to make sure is that 
I, for me to have so many different sales page sales pages to start for one for Spain, one for Mexico, one for Argentina, it was going to just cost me way too much money, and I'd, I'd be broke before I had one sale. So I wanted to make sure that we could at least standardize it to have at least one common you know, business Spanish, so to speak, as best we could. So the majority of people hitting the page would be able to at least understand our message. And, and, that's, and that's kind of the problem because in direct marketing, you want to be able to relate to the, the visitor that's listening to your message as well as you can. So it puts us at a little bit of a disadvantage because, you know, people in Spain, you want to hear your specific accent or your... Uh, your phrasing or, or tonality, which you're which you're not going to hear, or like Argentina, you want to hear your your dialect. You kind of feel like one of your, you know, one of your neighbors is telling you this this story, which is ideal to try to sell a d- direct marketing product. So, those are those are one of the main challenges. The other ones that I found has been, and this is something ClickBank has uh, worked pretty hard to change recently, is uh, currencies, for example. So, for a long time, we didn't have the. Uh, the Mexican peso or uh, any Chilean, uh, sorry, any South American currencies on the on the order form. So that kind of hurts as well. So people have to buy in U.S. dollars, which sometimes they just don't want to do because they may not feel comfortable. So that's being changed. And I think in the next few weeks or months, we're yeah. going to see how that af- uh, how that affects uh, conversion rates. Yeah, uh, and that was actually just changed this week. So that's something that that look forward to and everyone can oh, great. look forward to. Yep. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like in a, in a week or so. So that's great. It's already there. And some of, well, some of the, uh, some of the other things as well is it kind of like, it's a different economy as well. And there's a lot more, I think it adherence to that, to that adherence to skepticism, I guess you could say for like in English, when we, in North America, when we walk down the street, you know, 90% of the time, you don't think someone's going to steal your wallet or try to scam you on something. Like everything is more or less straightforward. Whereas if you're in Argentina or if you're in Mexico, like there is just a lot more skepticism out there. So the way I equate it, that the Spanish market now is kind of like the English market in maybe 2002, where you're comfortable online, you're surfing a lot, but you're just not really sure if you should put your credit card in there. I, mean, I remember feeling like that. And I'm sure a lot of people in these markets are as well because they're when you walk down the street, you think someone's going to, you know, try to take something off you. Why, why, why should it be any different when you're online? So I think it's slowly waiting for that, these economies to evolve so they can become more comfortable. And the e-commerce situation, which in within Latin America becomes a lot more robust. I mean, even doing SEO for certain sites is very tough because it's just like there's so many different words or variations of the same word that you have to you know, it's, it's just hard to build SEO. Like there's not enough of a structure in place in that language yet. So the, these are a bunch of things that were in Germany. You don't, you don't have them. Like the, the language, to my knowledge, more or less is, is pretty consistent. Uh, it's a very sophisticated market. It's a very wealthy market. And people are comfortable with purchasing online. So conversions are a lot better. So in, in Spanish, conversions aren't as good. However, the, the cost per click is a lot cheaper. And you can do things a lot cheaper in that market. So it kind of, it kind of evens out. Hmm, okay. Gosh, this is some really great information. I think particularly for people who just want to get started. And I'm sure you've kind of, you know, over the years, just you learn as you go and you kind of figure out more and more about each market and how they evolve, like as you're, as you're working in them. So I think this will be kind of a great head start for, for people who do want to get into these markets. And um, with that said, we're actually going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a minute to, um, to, to talk a little bit more about, you know, international markets and, and how people can really kind of break into 
into this, this area of internet marketing. More affiliate marketing in action when Affiliate Marketing Today continues. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything Everest. It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? You're listening to Affiliate Marketing Today, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Okay, and we're back with more Affiliate Marketing Today. Uh, our guest, Mike Chikin, has, has been talking about um, sort of the differences uh, of working with um, with these different non-English speaking markets and sort of the cultural differences and differences in, in perception or even in, in things like currency um, that can affect how well they convert and, and how, pe- how comfortable people are purchasing. Um, but one thing I wanted to ask you about, sort of along the same lines, is are, are there certain products or niches that you feel like um, can work better? Or are there ones, uh, you know, if somebody was maybe considering licensing a product to, to translate it into another language, um, are there any niches that you would kind of stay away from that you just don't think would, would play well in other markets or that have kind of limitations? And are there any that that seem to be pretty universal that you would recommend? Well, I think right now as far as, well, as people get more comfortable online and they're more familiar with it, I think always to make money online is going to work. Um, however, in, in those markets, I think it's tough to, to teach those things because the market isn't as, like I said, robust as the English market may be. Uh, you know, health and fitness is always... You know, always people always looking to be healthier, to maybe weigh a little bit less, to look a little bit better. So, those markets you can, I'm sure you could always find a way to to be successful. Like, but again, it just kind of 
catering to to specific markets like make sure that you you know the market pretty well or the people that you're communicating to exactly what you are selling to them is resonating with how you're with how you're saying it because sometimes even even diction and certain sentences in English will not at all translate into into Spanish or a uh, or a different market. Uh, even some people like if you want to try you know forex trading or finances or or things like that may be hit or miss. Like there's nothing that I could, I could really say that would be like that'd be a for sure winner. This is a is a is a for sure dog because in different in different markets there may be a, a cultural sensitivity to it or like a people are just more familiar with it so right away you could have a home run where in English it might not do as well so my opinion is that if if you think you have a good product and you think you can actually provide a service for someone and that it's going to better their life or help them with something or whatever the case may be and you want to try it in Spanish I'd say you know go for it you know don't uh, you know put a second mortgage in your house to do it or don't uh, spend money you don't have to to get it out there but if you know if you can afford if you can afford the investment to go in that to that to that market you can perhaps get some people to put some some traffic to it, or you know, if it's health and fitness uh, product, and you know, it's a quality product, and I look over it, I'd be happy to to mail for these for these people as well, and to see if my customers would be interested in uh, in taking a look at it. Right now, I've got three, uh, two diet products, and one uh, and one fitness product, and also we're putting out a, a weight loss tea soon to see how to see how that works so again we have no idea how this tea is going to work uh it's you know it's all natural organic and it seems to be the going the way of you know a lot of the mexicans and uh and, and spaniards as far as my knowledge that they like a lot of natural health products so you know we suspect that it, it could do really well and we could ship a lot of uh, a lot of product however it might not <laughs> I, it's with anything you you have an idea you believe in what you what you're selling and what you're doing and you and you push and see if you can create a success of it and if you can't well then you learn from that and you move on to something else that you that you, that you also believe in so you know we'll give it we'll, we'll give it a try Mike what are some resources you might recommend to someone getting started you know in this and taking their their products um, you know internationally I mean I, you, I know that you said that you don't speak Spanish but you were able to find these um, the, the resources you needed and the people that you needed to translate your products um, are there just some some tools or some websites or resources you can you can give people who who might kind of be looking for for the first first steps sure um, my experience for the last three years, Honestly, I don't know if it's because I'm stubborn to go to other sites, but is Elance, 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 Elance. <laughs> I can't, in the last three years, I can't even tell you how many people I've found on that site that have become, you know, good friends now, that are partners that I work on. Like right now, I've got maybe seven or eight different projects in English and Spanish and through a bunch of different products and, uh, you know, physical information, all sorts. But if you find a good graphic designer for one uh, one aspect, you can use them on a on a different site. If you find a good programmer, you can use them on a different site. I, I honestly, it's got to be a few dozen people that that I found on these sites for various tasks throughout the years. And if you want somebody cheap, you find somebody cheap, and you have to realize that you may or may not get the product you're looking for. If you have the bucks and you can spend a little more for someone with more experience and you that you like their portfolio better, great. Then you can find them there as well. But it doesn't really limit you as far as if you've only got a little cash to spend or, if, or if, if you have a lot. So if you're just trying to get something out of the gate, like I was in 2008 with the Phallus Authority, and you've got 500 bucks that you want to put towards a site, well, you'll get, you'll get yourself a site. You know, It may not be uh, 
what you're looking for, but it, it'll be it'll be online, and you'll just I know I think you'll feel a little bit better that you've actually done something, and then you can you can move from there saying that you've done something. So that that's my biggest advice is uh, is Elance 100%. Great. Well, uh, Mike, we're getting close to running out of time, but before we go, I just wanted to to ask you, uh, kind of, what are you working on these days? What are your new product projects that you're working on? You mentioned you're kind of revamping Fat Loss Authority right now, um, and, and where can people get in touch with you or learn more about you? Uh, sure. Uh, well, I guess what I'm working on now, uh, well, yeah, the Fat Loss Authority. That's going to have now. It's just a glorified blog that happens to get a, a bunch of traffic, uh, but we're expanding to a a diet review section, an exercise section, um, recipes, calorie counts, uh, login system, and, and everything. It's going to be pretty massive. I'm really excited for it. We've been working on it for about six months now. Uh, I'm also working on how to drink while dieting. Uh, com. So how to drink while dieting. com. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, a uh, it's essentially. I know. It's, I always get a what a giggle out of uh, colleagues and friends as well. But it's not. <laughs> it's not telling people how to lose weight while dieting. I'll let all the diets do that. This is basically saying if you're going to go out and drink, uh, and there I've got tons of studies, a couple in the in the sales video, and a, a bunch in the book. If you're going to go out and drink, then there's a way to do it and also stick to your diet plan. Like you don't have to be so restrictive. And so the book is essentially 200 pages, and it has a bunch of the science in it, and it has a bunch of uh, cocktail recipes. So 101 low calorie cocktail recipes where we've taken or I've taken everywhere drink everyday drinks and reduced the calorie count by anywhere from 40 to maybe 75 percent. So if you're going to have a cocktail, you know, don't go out and have a, you know, a jug of beer, you know, have a, you know, this type of beer, have this type of drink. And uh, the product's great. I'm really proud of the, of the PDF. It's, it's amazing. Now I'm just kind of working on the marketing to kind of have it resonate with people a little bit more. And I'm not really sure how to get that out there. So we're on the second sales video and it's, uh, it's fun. People, the customers that have bought it so far absolutely love it. Now I'm just kind of working on the, on the, so uh, aside from that, there's the weight loss tea. And then I actually just launched a, uh, a, a feather hair extension site with my with my girlfriend. She's the extensionist and she's so knowledgeable on that. So uh, I thought she had a great idea, and then now it's called PicassoHairFeathers.com, and we actually just got our first sale today. So that's uh, we're pretty excited. Awesome! Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, thanks. From from women's shoes to women's hair extensions. Yeah, I don't know what's full circle. Blame, blame my mom, I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it's really cool because I've always wanted to sell a physical product. So it's fun to be working with my girlfriend, and also it's something that I've I've wanted to learn. So it it ended up working out perfectly. So I had my mind so win or fail, at least I got to learn how to sell a physical product. But uh, ho- thankfully, it looks like it's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks so much again for joining us, Mike. Uh, this has been really good info on, on how to get going in, in these non-English markets. And, um, and you know, we wish you the best with your products. And it sounds like uh, the new Fat Loss Authority site is going to be really great. So uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, we will be back soon with our next episode of Affiliate Marketing Today. So for my co-host, Molly Lane, this is Bo Blackwell. We'll talk to you soon.